everyone just wanted to put a little quick video out here just something that's been on my mind uh, I had several conversations with people over the last few days and wanted to kind of bring this up <clears throat> uh, I was talking to somebody and they were, they were just kind of sharing their thoughts about ministering to people uh, sharing the gospel with them praying with them uh, praying for the sick um, even you know feeding the homeless which is whatever 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 it was and and I'm noticing I noticed you know just <laughs> and some I notice a lot you know and we all have done it I'm guilty of it as well as I'm sure whoever's going to be watching this and listening is going to you know guilty of and say man me too you know that in Christianity we have a lot of us have been taught um we haven't been taught how to walk in faith and we don't know what that looks like. And a lot of the times we think that has to do with feelings. Um, and faith really has nothing to do with feelings, you know, and kind of the way I always describe it when I'm, you know, teaching someone or just, you know, training somebody who's, you know, brand new Christian or wanting to, I guess, walk, you know, just walk in the power of God. And the way I always describe it is like a child. You know, when a baby's born and if you ever had a kid, you know, it's 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 really cool because you'll see, like let's say your 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 little baby growing up, and when they discover their hands, they'll discover their hands, and what do they start doing? They start putting their hands in their mouth. And they're just tripping out on their hand. Or their foot. And then all of a sudden they start putting their foot in their mouth. You know, and just tripping out on their foot and and because what are they doing? They're discovering muscles. They're discovering uh, feelings, sensations. They're discovering different things about themselves. And so it begins in a very natural way. It begins in a very, just something very practical. And so a lot of times Christians will begin in a very practical way. You'll begin, you know, maybe... You'll get, you know, you see someone and you cry or you feel bad for them or you feel compassion for them or whatever. You know, if you were an ex-drug addict and you see another person strung out on drugs, man, it really pulls and tugs at your heartstrings. And, and that's not a bad thing. That's a really good thing. And and you get and you're compelled to minister to the drug addict. Or the alcoholic, or the prisoner, the ex-con, or whatever, the, you know, the abused wife, whatever. And that's a really good thing. And that's the Holy Spirit in you using your tangible feelings and emotions. You know, if you were sick before and God healed you and you see somebody sick, man, they just tugs at you. And that, like I said, that's a really good thing. Where it gets bad is the problem is is the fact that as a church we never grow past that. And I just want to I want to bring this to our attention because a lot of Christians get stuck there. They'll get stuck in the feelings. Or they get stuck in the opposite way where they'll say, "You know what? I'm just not that's not me." You know, I'm not a I'm not a preacher. I don't have fancy words. And so, you know, I see you behind a pulpit or I see you on a video and man, you're so, 
your words come out so smooth and so whatever, you know? Um, and I don't, I don't have that. So I guess God didn't call me to preach. I guess God didn't call me to minister. And that's not true. God didn't call the eloquent. God called the believer. And, and then emotions really has nothing to do with it. It, it, it will, it will encompass emotions, but sometimes it has nothing to do with it. Sometimes, a lot of the times, to be honest with you, your emotions will get in your way. For instance, if the world is being lost, not everyone is a heroin addict. But if your emotions are just for heroin addicts, you're going to miss a huge part of the world that needs to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not saying not to minister to the heroin addict, absolutely. But I'm saying they're not the only person on the planet. Um, people that have a burden for marriage. God gave me a ministry for marriage. No, God gave you the ministry of reconciliation. And I'm getting a call in here on my work phone. Hold on. I'm trying to let it pass so I can continue. Hold on, guys. I'm waiting for my wife to get out of work here. Well, I messed up the video. I'll just do the podcast. Anyways. Um, and a lot of the times, you know, your emotions will catch the better of you in a good or a bad way. Like those of you that have ever ministered to loved ones, sometimes you have a harder time you know, ministering to loved ones and, you know, for whatever reason, and you just get sidetracked, but, you know, like I said, it's just, you can't allow your, faith is not to be led by your emotions at any point in time. Your emotions are not a part of that. Faith is the fact that you believe. That's all that it is. Just believe and then do the right thing because you believe. It, it doesn't have anything to do with anything else. You know, believing is a powerful tool that God has given us the ability to do. And as we believe is, you know, I think it's Ephesians chapter two, you know, talks about having, uh, having confidence and faith in Christ, having confidence and faith. You know, the Bible says that that the, that the kingdom of God is not meat nor drink, but peace, love, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Notice it didn't say, it didn't say, you know, peace. And I'm not talking about worldly peace. I'm talking about what scripture is making a reference to of peace. You know, it also makes a statement that, uh, in speaking about reconciliation with God, it says that God has stopped you know, that division between God and man because of the cross of Christ. And he has brought two to make one. God was one. You were one. But through the new man in Christ, you are one with him. And we don't live, a lot of times we don't think of it in that way. We think of, I'm still my person. And I mean, you are, don't get me wrong. You still are your person, your own person to make your own decisions. But through the gospel and through the new covenant, 
you are made one with him. You are united with him. And we are to live out our faith in that way. And that is where we are to have our confidence in faith. Not in just, you know, oh, I go to, you know, I, I go to church or I do good deeds or whether you, you know, you have a house church or a, a traditional church or you're in ministry. Man, I know a lot of, I mean, there's, there's some, there, there's some people that are in ministry that I don't know if they're saved. I'm just being honest. And <laughs> I hate to say it that way, but that's just, that's the truth. And maybe they've, maybe they were, and maybe they've just strayed away from the faith, you know, at some point in time because of whatever and decisions and, and all those different things. But those things like that happen. And that's why we're not supposed to be led by our emotions. We're supposed to be led by our confidence through our faith in Christ. That I want to encourage you that don't go by your feelings. You know, sometimes we wake up in the morning. We're like, man, I feel like God's happy with me today. You know, that's a slap in his face. If you're born again, um, he's happy with you. Why? Because see, if you think he's happy with you because of you, you've missed the point of the gospel. He's happy with you through Christ because of the finished work of Christ that should be in you. That's that's what he's happy about. Not because of, you know, whether you woke up and read the Bible that day. That's That doesn't make any sense. Oh, God's happy with me today because I read the Bible. Or God's happy with me today because I woke up early and I, and I, and I, I prayed. No, God's happy with you because you are born again, having believed and placed your faith in Christ. Not because of what you do. If that was what you do, and that's the thing that people don't, you know, sometimes we get stuck and we get confused. And it's this, that we're, we're assuming, you know, that, well, you know, that, that, uh, well, we, we, uh, the, the new Testament or the new birth or what, you know, came. And so we could go to church and worship and read our Bibles, and carry our Bibles and pay tithes. And Jesus didn't die for any of that. I'm not saying those things are bad. They're, they're, those are wonderful things and they're privileges that we get to do. You know, I don't have to say, I don't have to feed the poor to be a Christian. I get to feed the poor because I'm a Christian. I don't have to lay hands on the sick to recover, you know, for, be, because so I could be a Christian. No, I am a, because I am a Christian, I get to lay hands on the sick. Why? And it goes back to what we were just said, because I'm one with him. So his desires become my desires. My desires become his desires. You know, and a lot of the times we're waiting for the leading of the spirit to move on us. And what you're asking for is something very carnal. God, I want you, I want to, you know, lead me, tell me, you know, give me a, give me a leading. Well, he did. It's called the scriptures and it's called the commission. See, I'm not saying God won't speak to you and I'm not saying God won't move on you and that you won't have sensations in your body sometimes when that takes place. It will. I'm just saying it's few and far between. 
Because the reality is if you don't begin to believe his word for what he already said, you'll never dive into the knowing part of him through the spirit that Paul made reference through throughout the whole New Testament. See, we try to jump from conversion to knowing. But the only way you can get into the knowing is by knowing him and doing what he said. Jesus said, he said, there's a wise man. There's a foolish man. There's a wise man. He said, the foolish man builds his house on the sand. And then he said, the wise man builds his house on the rock. And I heard a lot of sermons say, well, you know, it's because they built their house on Jesus. It's not what the scripture says. It's not even what Jesus said. Jesus didn't say, if you build your house on me, you know, when the storms come, you'll, you'll make it. He didn't say that. He said, if you, he says, the wise man, he who does the things I say is a wise man who builds his house on the rock. Not builds it on Jesus, but builds it on the things he says. In other words, that you begin to believe and through faith, you act. And everyone that's, you know, people get all weirded out. Say, oh, you know, you're, you're trying to say you're saved by works. Uh, works are definitely a part of faith. And definitely a part of salvation in this way. That when you believe, you will act. <laughs> it's that simple. It literally is that simple. If you believe, you will act in a certain way. Your works will demonstrate your father. And if your works don't demonstrate your father, you don't believe yet. That's the reality. That's the scriptures. See, we have a lot of churched people, but I don't know if we have a lot of believing people. And I want to help you. I want to help you to get to the point that you believe. Believe on him and do the works that he sent, that he came to do. And that we live on our life that way. Believing will equal an action or a reaction. I love the fact that one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. Not enslaving control. So he's not going to enslave you to dictate to you what to do. But the reality is the Holy Spirit came through Christ in the new covenant not to restrain you, to force you to do what he wants you to do. Even though, here's the reality, you will do what he wants you to do if you're connected to him through the spirit in his will. But he wants you to be free to do it on your own. Christ sets you free so you can do it on your own and desire him. And the part that most that most of us have a hard time with, it's not getting the desire. A lot of us get righteous desires, holy desires. The problem that we usually have is not in the part of getting the desires. It's the follow through and the execution of those desires. And it's called grit and discipline. That we get grit and discipline to follow through. So you say, I hear people say, man, I love people. Why? Because I'm nice to people and I let them cross the street when I'm driving and I let people drive through, you know, I'd let, I, 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 
I let people cut me off all the time and I'm nice to people. I've got a good heart. No. See, a good heart is going to have grit and that grit is going to do things for people that are just uncomfortable sometimes. It's going to pray for people until victory comes. You know, I've laid hands on people and I've seen people get healed instantly right in front of me and blew my mind. And there's others that I have warred for and warred with until it came into the physical. I believed in the natural. I believed in the supernatural. And I believed it all the way until I seen it in the natural. See, because if you are a spiritual person, it will come out in the natural life. But if you are a natural thinking person, it will not come out in the spiritual life. You have to be a spiritual person. Christ came. Christ came in the flesh to show you what the spirit looked like. And that's what he's calling us to do and sending us to do. To be the reincarnation, the icon, the image of Christ, image bearers. As he is in this world, so are we, according to 1 John. And that we are to take that image, to be a bear, to bear that image and ambassadors of him into a world that doesn't know what he looks like. So I want to challenge you. Be him. Don't wait for feelings. Don't wait for emotions. Don't wait for none of that. Just believe and be him. Father, I thank you, Lord, to strengthen them, to move on them, Lord, and, and be able to give them strength in all that they do. Give them wisdom in this life to walk out their faith in Christ. Lord, that you can strengthen them in everything, absolutely everything that they set their mind to. Give them grit to overcome. Give them grit to war and battle so that they can see the victory that you are faithful in all that you have said and in all that you do. Father, for that we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you. Have a blessed day.